What's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and it is Wednesday. So it has been a very, very interesting start to the week. There's been a lot of things that I've been anticipating for the end of the week with releases, different shoes coming out. We have a couple pairs tomorrow and then some pairs Friday and Saturday. So should be a really, really good weekend for releases. And I've just been busy. I mean, there's been a lot going on between trying to find a CPA, trying to find a financial advisor, trying to keep things moving with my business, trying to keep things getting listed, keep things selling, uh, ship things. So it's been very busy to start the year. I've been happy about it. It's been a good way to kick off the year. But I've really been focusing a lot on how you can get started in reselling. And I talked a little bit about getting started on eBay. I talked a little bit about getting started on markets like Poshmark and Mercari and how you can get consistent sales on there. But you may be wondering, well, that's great. I'd love to get started, but what do I start with? And for me, that's a great question because that was one of my biggest things. What do I start with? I don't have much money. What do I do? And so I was a kid in college. I was going into my last semester of my senior year and I was following this guy. You may have heard of him called Gary V. And I was kind of sitting there going, well, now what? What do I do? This guy keeps telling me to go sell stuff or go make a business and I have nothing to sell and I'm not somebody who's on social media all that much. So what do I do? And so I ended up finding his Trash Talk series, which is a great series on YouTube. Definitely would check that out. It's really, really like informative, really funny. And he basically talked about going to garage sales as he was a kid and then he went to a bunch of garage sales and would basically do the same things he did when he went out on Saturdays as a kid at garage sales now. And so I think it was in 2019, 2018, one of those years, he was doing a he was doing a pretty decent garage sale run like I think he did them every Saturday in the fall or something and he would go and pick up stuff at garage sales. And so that's what I started to do. Now, I started thrifting back in I think it was February. And if you're not familiar with Pittsburgh in February, it's cold and it's usually snowy and it's a mess. And so nobody's having garage sales. So I started with the other suggestion he gave, which was thrift stores. And so that's what I would talk. That's what I want to talk about today. Where can you source as a new reseller? Where can you go buy products as a new reseller? And so one of the biggest places for me to start out was thrift stores because you go in and, and you can find anything at a thrift store for relatively cheap compared to what you would buy it at retail at a regular retail store. So that's what I did. I went into thrift stores and I would walk around and I would pay attention to the prices of items. If something caught my eye, I would look it up on eBay and that's what I did. And, and you may go, well, what caught your eye? Well, basically anything that looked weird or anything that looked like it was some sort of vintage piece of either like apparel or some sort of collectible item or something with, a, I don't know, a vintage thing with a Looney Tunes character on it or a Disney character on it or maybe an old t-shirt that looked like it may have been from a concert of some sort or, or any of these sorts of things. So I literally walked around in a thrift store, spent probably hours in there. I remember I would go once or twice a week and then I would go on Saturdays with one of my buddies over to a couple thrift stores like down in probably about an hour from us. I mean, we drove a little bit to get to them and we would just go into those thrift stores and see what they had. And I bought a lot of coffee mugs. I bought a lot of board games. I bought, I started to do a little bit of apparel, like different t-shirts and things like that. I didn't really do too many shoes. And I think I did stuffed animals too. Those are like the three biggest things, coffee mugs, board games, and stuffed animals. And if I were recommending to you right now what to do, if you were going thrifting, 
would highly recommend you actually going and looking at the electronics section first. That's really where I found my most profitable items. Things like DVD VHS combo players, those are really, really big. They actually end up selling really well, and you may think, well, why? Why would anybody want one of those? Well, think about all the home movies and stuff that are on VHS players. People need to be able to play those, and they have no way to play them. Plus, they want to have a DVD player too, and those are even becoming a little bit antiquated. Now, with Blu-ray and things going more to streaming services and, and more digital even even things like DVD players are becoming old. So it's something where people are really desiring those because it's a way to play old media and you end up selling one of them for 40, 50, 60 bucks. Some of them even on Amazon will sell for over 100 if you have the remote and they're in decent condition and stuff. So really you can make some money on those. You can make money on other things too. I, I found a lot of cameras and stuff. I've seen people find golf clubs. I've seen people find Coats was another big one. I'd go over to the winter coat section, and there was times where I found North Face stuff. I'd find good Columbia stuff. Uh, goose down jackets, which is like down feathers, from what I understand, are from like young like birds. It's like the the really soft feathery stuff they have on themselves before they have like their adult feathers. That stuff's obviously very hard to get. So down jackets are very very pricey because it's kind of a more rare material to use in a jacket or more pricey because it's so difficult to come by and so those I would look for I'd find those I found all sorts of stuff so basically if I were you and you're starting out I would go to a thrift store and I would say okay there's a Goodwill there is a Salvation Army there is a I don't know a Savers or some sort of thrift store maybe just a mom and pop thrift store that's just some local thing that's only near you and I would go in there and I would just start walking around and people you may think that people think that you're weird for looking at your phone honestly there's one of two things that's going to happen they're either going to know that you're doing reselling and they're not going to care or two people are just going to think that you're texting somebody and and they're not going to care either way so I've never had anybody like walk up to me in a thrift store and be like hey what are you doing or hey get off your phone I know what you're doing and selling stuff on eBay and making money off of this like that doesn't happen you may feel weird but I can guarantee you that's not going to happen. So just go into a thrift store and go look at the different things like the home goods section, like the especially like the dinnerware section, pots and pans and stuff, and then coffee mugs I've done really well with, stuffed animals, and different sorts of t-shirts and stuff. If you go through all those sections and, and the shoe section too, you'll be able to find deals. And then a lot of thrift stores will run like sales every week where they'll do the green tags are on sale or the blue tags are on sale or anything in the women's coat section is 50% off or or stuff like that where they'll just do random sales because they've had stuff sitting for so long or maybe it's become out of season where people aren't buying a lot of winter coats in the middle of July so at least not where I'm from and so it's like there's reason for them to want to sell that inventory and be able to have more space because a lot of these stores are getting so many donations they don't know what to do with them and they're not going to just throw it away they will eventually when when it sits for so long it goes to a goodwill bin store which is another thing that i could do a podcast on those are amazing they charge you by the pound for clothing so if you think that you're getting cheap clothing at a thrift store you go to a goodwill by the pound store they're called like the goodwill bins or goodwill outlet they charge you by the pound so like I don't know 10 15 t-shirts may end up being a dollar and you can really start to build some capital off of that and so that's one option and I've done pretty well with thrift stores I've done decent with them but the real money maker for me starting out was garage sales now obviously right now it's winter and we have COVID and and people probably aren't doing a lot of garage sales but I saw a decent amount this summer and I'm imagining by springtime summertime or if you live somewhere like San Diego or well, maybe not San Diego, they're, they're a bit shut down, but somewhere that's nice weather right now, there may be people doing garage sales. So 
if you have garage sales accessible to you and you want to go out and, and look through them and stuff, that's where I made a lot of my money. And same sorts of things I've looked through, a lot of coffee mugs, stuffed animals. I've done really, really well on stuffed animals. It's crazy. You can go buy them for like anywhere from like 10 cents to a dollar at a garage sale, flip them for anything like 10 to 15 to 20. I've sold, I the, my favorite pickup was I had gotten this bag of stuffed animals. The garage sale was about over. The guy just said, take this large, like contractor size garbage, like the thing's bigger than me, full of stuffed animals. And so picked it up, took it home and listed this Lisa Frank yellow stuffed lab dog. It may have been like this big it really wasn't big at all and maybe the size of i don't know like this mic here like it's not anything big at all and i listed it up at 40 dollars because i saw that somebody else had sold one of these things for 40 bucks and immediately literally like a minute after it sold 40 dollars and it was just cool because it was zero dollars i didn't have to put any money up and I ended up making 40 bucks on it. And since then, I've sold a lot of the stuffed animals from that lot, made $10 here, $15 here. I think I got a couple pairs of military-grade boots that were just new in the box that they had nothing to do with them anymore. Um, I ended up getting those for like a buck or two a piece. So I ended up selling a pair of those for 45 bucks. Like I made a lot of money on garage sales, and that's just the start. I mean, you can go to garage sales. Electronics end up doing extremely well on garage sales where you can find really, really good arbitrages on things that are other people's trash. They may not think that that stereo system or that old VHS DVD combo player is worth it. They may not think that that bread maker is worth it. And then you see bread makers selling for, I don't know, anywhere from 100 to 200 bucks this, this past year because people had nothing to do. And same thing with sewing machines and stuff. There's been a lot of things that have gained a lot of value. And so it, all that goes to say, you can go to a garage sale and negotiate with people. That's the other thing. Thrift stores, I'm not too keen on negotiating with them because they're usually not up for that. And two, I feel a little bit weird being in a store trying to negotiate, but at a garage sale, it's like you and whatever grandma is out there like duking it out to see who can get the better deal. And it's fun. I just enjoy it. You get to hear a lot of stories that way. But more importantly than all of that, you do get really, really good deals. And a lot of times people are just trying to offload whatever they have sitting around their house they just want to get rid of it because it's not something they use anymore. They have no use for it and they don't care. They don't, most of them don't know the value of it on eBay. So you just go buy it and you look up the comps. That's the last thing. If you're going in sourcing, you want to look up comps. And so I'll just touch on that real quick. Comps mean sold comps, sold comparisons, things that have sold in the exact item or similar items to yours. And all you want to do is you go on the eBay app, hit search, search whatever item you see at the garage sale. I wouldn't be very open about that you're searching for things. Some people are, some people aren't. If you're new and, and the person seems a little bit weird, maybe don't tell them, hey, I'm seeing how much I could sell this for on eBay. That's probably not the best way to go. But some people will work with you. If you say, hey, I'm a reseller. I, I do sell things on eBay. Can we get the price a little bit lower so I can just make some money? I, I do it on the side. I try and pay off my college debt or my home debt. That's just a way that I do it. And I'm willing to take this off your hands. You'll never have to see it again. I just need you to work with me a little bit more on this. And so, some people are really, really good about that. Some people say no. Oftentimes, if you throw that out there, you're probably not going to take the deal they gave you anyway. So who cares? You might as well do it as a last resort. But always check the comps on eBay. Always go on eBay or Mercari or Poshmark or StockX or Goad or whatever platform you're trying to sell on and go see what items are selling for. You just filter by sold. Literally go to the filter tab, wherever it is, on Mercari, eBay, Poshmark, and go to sold items and you can see exactly which items have sold and that's the biggest key because you'll never know you'll never know if you're you're wasting your money if you're spending good money and i like to sort it by recently sold just to see what the current market is for the item now obviously things christmas ornaments may not sell that well in 
April, but they will sell a lot better in things like December and even November because people are thinking about Christmas then. So just keep that kind of stuff in mind too. You may not see a ton of solds for an item that's Christmassy, but if it's a good brand, um, give it a shot. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Christmas stuff ends up selling all year round half the time anyways. It's just a lot more volume in the winter, but you can make some good money just on random things at garage sales and thrift stores that people are getting rid of. And and I can't stress it enough. The amount of money that I've made at a thrift store at a garage sale is is sometimes crazy to sit back and think about. I mean, walking into a garage sale, buying a lot of my favorite flip, one of my favorite flips is a steel coffee mug set or steel beer mug. They were like a Stein set. I walked into a garage sale, bought the whole thing for like two bucks and there was eight of them in there and they said project scramble and they were this old military looking thing. And somebody offered me, I think they offered me like 60 bucks and they, and $50 shipping for them um, because they were located in Seattle. Well, I ended up, that was when I didn't know how to ship things. So I ended up lotting them up in one big box that was flat rate and shipped them for like I think it was 15 or 17 bucks out there. So all in all, I ended up making like $70 because they paid $114 with tax and everything. And after it was all said and done with my fees to ship and stuff, it ended up being like 100, it ended up being like 70 bucks profit. So crazy margins on some of this stuff and you can't get that anywhere else. So if you're looking to get started, you don't have a ton of money, put 20 bucks, find 20 bucks. I don't care how you have to get it, but put it to the side and go start investing in yourself and in your future. And thrift stores and garage sales are a great way to get started. Um, if you guys have any questions, just hit me up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. More importantly though, do go and leave me a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app and throw a any questions you have in there. I love to answer those. I love reading their reviews. Stuff like that's super helpful for me because it helps me kind of gear my show towards stuff that you guys are interested in and really care about. So if you could do that, that would help me out and I'd love to help you out and kind of pay you back by going and doing more shows on the stuff that you really care about. So that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.